the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Firing Line Radio Show. This is Stan Campbell, the COO of CCW Safe Legal Service Plan, stepping in today for Phil Naiman, who is on another top secret mission. And <laughs> helping me hold it down today in studio is my friend and sponsor of the show, Vince Torres, the owner of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Good morning, Vince. How you doing, Stan? I'm doing well, sir. It's good to see you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Hey, I'm happy to have you here today uh, to assist on the show and replace the myth, the man, the legend, Phil Naiman. <laughs> and those are some big shoes to fill, yeah. uh, but I couldn't have a better partner this morning. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have fun. Yeah, we will. Okay, so uh, guys, well, today uh, we plan to cover several topics uh, to include some of the new California laws, uh, some tips and suggestions if you get involved in a self-defense shooting and a few other things. And I have a, a special announcement for, for Vince, and I'll talk to him about that a little bit later. Okay. Uh, so, you know, when visiting the area, of course, you know, one of my stops is always uh, checking out the new selections of firearms and bullseye sports. Uh, so, Vince, how are things down there? We're, we're good. We're staying busy. Uh, not as busy as we were when we had uh, the Obaminator in office. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're staying busy. Um Ammo, of course, has been one of the uh, the new things now. We replaced uh, selling the um, so-called assault weapon for ammo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, ammo is always sells, but uh, people are now, they don't understand the law yeah. that has come out. So they're coming in there, rushing in. The same thing happened uh, towards the end of uh, 2017. People were coming in thinking that ammo was going to be registered the first of the year. Yeah. And of course, that didn't. That is not true. Yet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to that in the, in the second segment. But um, I wanted to ask you, um, in reference to the firearms, what's 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 new down there for 2018 at Bullseye? For 2018, um, hopefully we hopefully we sell a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my uh, that's our goal to sell a lot of guns. Um, the assault weapon uh, band. Uh, so-called assault weapon ban that they're trying to uh, impose on us mm-hmm. has really uh, cut back on sales of uh, of, of the uh, air style firearms. Yeah, um, there's configurations that you have to have to be California compliant when you sell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am not really selling much of those, but I am selling a lot of the lowers and the uppers. So people can buy their gun in pieces and mm-hmm. then put them together as they wish to build them because you have to comply with the law. So they're trying to see how they're going to comply with it. So 
Um, I will say this, to start off with the assault weapon, if your firearm, your so-called assault AR, is not put together, meaning the upper half is not um, with the second, with the lower part of the gun, if it's separated, Mm. it is not considered a firearm, period. Okay. So... If you're afraid that your AR is it's illegal or you're going to get in trouble, just separate the upper from the bottom. You can put it in your car the same way, just separate, and it's not considered a, a complete firearm, and you should be okay until you, you get more uh, learn about how you're going to do the firearm, how you're going to carry it, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll we'll go into details later on. Absolutely. And uh, how about on on handguns? What's new there? On handgun, nothing. Uh, nothing mm-hmm. else. Any? There's no real legislation uh, that came through for firearm. We still have the restriction on pistols. Uh, you have to have a. If you want to buy a firearm in California, they have to be in the roster. Uh, so every year, at the beginning of the year, we all go through through the roster and see. Mm-hmm. What guns uh, dropped off, um, if any, hopefully none. Um, they did. A, a couple did fall off, but nothing big. And what's added? And the only thing you can technically add to the roster are revolvers. You can add, okay. add any semi-automatic uh, pistols to the roster. Okay. And and I know you guys are really, really big on on uh, training, and you got some awesome trainers that work yes. with you. Yes, yeah, we have uh, three to four different uh, uh, instructors that we have there. Uh, they're all either former law enforcement or former military, and uh, and we have different ca- categories, uh, anywhere from basic to uh, advanced training, uh, pistol, uh, or firearm in general, mm-hmm. uh, shotgun, rifles, and so on and so forth. Yes, we have a classroom, and, and then we... Uh, we also have a CCW class for Utah. Okay, we also offer that at the store. It's not for the California market. It's mm-hmm. for the U- Utah, which covers about 32 states. We also offer that at the store. That's still great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I, I've, um, I just recently shot a um, the virtual um, screen at another location, but you guys have. Oh one yeah, too, we right? have. Yeah, we have a yeah. virtual uh, indoor range. Um, it's very fun. It's mm-hmm. open to the public. It's free. Uh, you guys come into the store and just ask uh, one of the uh, uh, sales clerk there. You know, hey, where is it at? And can I go in there and and have a good time? And you can go in there and uh, and shoot at a screen mm-hmm. with a Glock like. Uh, pistol, mm-hmm. and you get to shoot at uh, targets and bottles and zombies and whatever the case <laughs> might be. And, yeah. yeah, it's fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, guys, you, you know, make sure you get down there to uh, Bullseye, and you know they have a lot of things to offer, and you know it's a, it's a great place to go down there and shoot. Um, you know the virtual screen, and you know they have a lot of pistols, and uh, he'll take care of all your needs there. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, Phil and I, in the, in the past couple of segments, you know, we kind of brushed across some. Um, some tips and things that um, I, I give to the audience, but I'm going to really break them down for you today, being that, you know, Vince and I are here today and we don't have Phil's big head in the way. So <laughs> we'll be able to, uh, you know, share a little bit more information, get a little bit deeper into that. Um, so I want to kind of share uh, information about, you know, what to do after you're involved in the self-defense shooting, because of course that's my expertise. And, you know, I'm a former law enforcement officer, 20 years, Oklahoma city police, but on CCW safe, which is the legal service. And one of the things that we give to our, our members is, you know, information about, you know, what to do when you're involved in the shooting. 
And, you know, a lot of people don't think about the aftermath. They think about, you know, I just, I just need to buy a gun and train. And they think that's it. But, you know, there's a lot of things that happens to you, you know, uh, that you have to think about legally, you know, to protect yourself. Um, and to start off with, you know, the number one thing we talk about is, you know, making sure that you're safe. And, you know, we want to make sure you're safe, that everyone involved is safe. Uh, of course, not the bad guy. Um, <laughs> but you do want to make sure he, that, you know, that you, you have got an eye on him and that he's no longer a threat. You know, you want to scan the area. You know, a lot of you train that way nowadays. So make sure you scan the area and don't approach him. You know, stand behind some, um, some, uh, you know, just some type of cover and, um, and, and don't move any evidence either. You know, leave everything in place. Uh, number two, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, being the first one to call 911. You know, a lot of people run into a problem. You know, even if you don't pull the trigger, you know, we've had some cases recently here in California where we've actually had to fight fight for some members where they've displayed their gun and they allowed the other people to go away in road rage cases and the person calls on them. <laughs> and the thing about, yeah, it's crazy. And then the, the bad thing about, you know, first one calls 911 is the victim. Right. So we run into that problem. So you make sure you guys call 911 first, you know, you know, report it to the police. You know, even if the person runs away, you know, you want to show yourself as the victim. You know, to say what the person's wearing and all that uh, so that you go down as the victim and not the suspect because you can run into problems. Uh, number three on that, you know, of course, we're going to talk about in initiating the emergency response. So call the police and ask for medical, too. You know, we tell them to ask for medical because that really does play out in court later when you show you know, right. they try to show you as the aggressor. So when you call for an ambulance and, you know, the only person's hurt is the suspect. Then, you know, it shows that you're not just going out to run a gun and just trying to take a life and you were the aggressor. You're trying to get that person some help as well and get yourself checked out. Uh, that's important. So those are like really, you know, the top three. I'm going to get about seven more of them, you know, as we move forward. Um, you know, there is one thing that I did add on number three, though. Uh, when you do call, make sure when you talk to 911, don't stay on there too long. Just get on there long enough to initiate yourself with the victim. Say, I'm a victim. I had to use my weapon of self-defense. I need medical and police. And, and that's it. Tell them what you're wearing and, and then kind of move on from there. Uh, because if you don't, uh, they'll, they'll try to keep you on and you'll forget, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and not, not watch your watch what you're doing and, and watch your surroundings. So um, but I'm going to get into more um, information like that after the break. So, guys, uh going to move into the break now and talk more in the second segment. Uh, this is Stan Campbell of CCW Safe standing in for Phil Naiman, Fireline Radio Show. Probably turn will be getting back into the information that I just discussed. Uh, tips and suggestions after you get involved in the shooting. And we'll be back after these messages. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. 
For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590 the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by bullseye sports in riverside and cutting edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best all right you primitive screwheads listen up see this this is my boomstick hey guys welcome back uh this is stan campbell of ccw safe holding it down for phil Nayman, who's uh, mia right now this Fireline radio show uh, every week on Fireline Radio Show, Phil, uh, you know, we can get into the conversation. Uh, revolves around firearms, hunting, gun rights for all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Uh, Phil's a faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been uh, the Fireline longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, who's in the uh, studio today of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. Uh, if you're not armed uh, for protection, uh, or recreation, then Bullseye Sports in Riverside is where you need to go for all your small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. After you purchase a firearm, Vince, Phil, Philip, and, and I can recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe and efficient use of a firearm. For more information about these certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sports in Riverside at 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesports.com, for a schedule of all their classes. Because at Bullseye Sports and Guns and Ammo, uh, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Or tap the AM590 app. All right. You got that phone over there, Vince? Yeah. All right. See, when, when, when Phil is gone, we act up. <laughs> Don't turn our phones off. We just act a fool. All right. So moving back into this, guys, you know, it's very important information. You know, um, uh, as I said, I'm Stan Campbell, and this is Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports. All right, so we're going to continue talking about tips and suggestions on what to do after you're involved in a self-defense incident. So number four, because I went through three of them already. Number four is going to be prepare for responding officers. So as you hear or see police you know, cars or 
and see them getting closer. You know, holster your weapon, you know, because now you know that, you know, you got some help there. Uh, they may tell you to get on the ground because officers don't know who the suspect is. And sometimes they don't communicate with the dispatcher at all. So just comply with any of their requests, you know, whatever they tell you to do. Put your hands where they, you know, they tell you to put them. Uh, but be prepared to follow their directions, you know. Uh, if you have time, you know, retrieve any concealed carry permit or anything else. Make sure all that stuff is handy. And if you don't, don't reach for anything, you know. Uh, but and don't forget, you had to talk to your attorney, too, as well. Never give any uh, details of the incident without your attorney. Uh, providing your initial information is number five. So we're talking about just give them just enough to, to tell the, the investigator. So, you know, tell them you're the victim. You had to use your weapon. You know, pretty much what you repeated, you know, to 911. Uh, then also, you know, give them your name and all the stuff that they need to keep it moving because they just need enough to and tell them you can cooperate uh, right after you t- contact your attorney is very important. Uh, number six, we're going to identify case elements to officers. So people ask me, you know, what are case elements? You know, a, a lot of people think that you can just shut down and say, I'm not saying anything to them. Mm-hmm. The police arrive. But the problem with that as a police officer, if you said nothing, Vince, I'm just going to stick you in jail for murder because right. there's a dead body. And I'm like, OK, um, yeah, they th- probably think you're hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you have to at least you got to start them into, you know, because it's a homicide. You know, um, it's not free. It's going to at least take your time, if not your 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 money as well sometimes. So and that's the reason why you need to get CCW safe. But the case elements, what I'm talking about is the things that, you know, if you see a witness you know, uh, you need to point that out. You know, so it's witnesses. Um, they, you know, definitely point out the suspect if there's any weapons or stuff that might have, you know, flew under a car. Make sure you point that out. You don't want the officers to miss anything. Uh, don't give your detailed information, but at least point out witnesses. Because witnesses, for some reason, they love to disappear when the, sh- the suits show up. <laughs> They'll be out there when the uniforms are there. And then sometimes you're not able to talk after they put you because they put you in a car. Did you know that, Vince? Yep. Yeah. Yes. So they put you in a car. And because we have to separate you. So we're going to put you in the car, take your phone. So you're not going to have any access. So make sure you do that. Okay. So, uh, and, oh, and, and what everybody forgets about is to inform officers of injuries. You know, everybody tries to man up. Uh, you know, if you're hurt, make sure you tell them and document it. You know, cause we have a lot of cases where when you don't document it, cause that kind of goes along with, you know, the threat and, um, the reason why you did what you had to do. So make sure you document your, any injuries that you might have. Uh, number eight, uh, we always like to say you are a victim, so act like one. So act like a victim, you know, um, don't get too emotionally drawn into the excitement, you know, of others, too. Because sometimes police officers come up, they want to high five you and do different things like that. Or, you know, people use off color jokes and stuff. Don't get pulled <laughs> in. So, you know, just um, be a victim, you know, act appropriately. Don't forget, you know, there's cameras out so people see you also. You never know. There's always cameras. So uh, make sure you act appropriately. Uh, number nine, we're going to talk about controlling the information about the incident. Um, usually you're your worst enemy. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. So don't post anything on social media. You know, a lot of people like to share everything that they do. Yeah, don't, don't, take, don't, take, don't take a selfie with a, yeah, with don't, a don't take the with selfie a, with the dead guy. The, the, yeah. Okay. Never do that. Selfie with the dead guy is a no, no. Yeah. So no selfies with the dead guy. Um, don't post on Facebook. Right. Got me one. Got my first. Yes. Don't do anything like that. Um, they like to do that. They And then, you know, 
kind of stay off of the, the uh, devices. Don't send any message to your your friends and family in reference to specifics. And I, and I think you can probably go even further than that and say, even if this thing happened, you know, you, 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 go, you go to court, you get cleared and everything. I don't think you should go back now that you know that you're good to go. Correct. And start going on, on Facebook or this and I say, yeah, man, I went, I did the shooting and I killed the guy and I was cleared. If you start doing that kind of thing, that's what brings us, brings down uh, the ability for people to apply for CCW because then they're going to say, okay, you yeah. know, we're, we're done with this. So yeah. I will say completely, if you, God forbid, you get into any kind of shooting like that, never, never post anything, whether you won the case or lose the case. That's the last thing you want to do because someone's going to grab that and turn that thing upside down. And next thing you know, they're knocking on your door again. No, you're right. And we actually, this past year, we had a, because um, uh, there's other things you know, that, that worry about as well. We had a, a member that we defended and we defended and he was successful. Uh, but he, it was a case with, you know, he and his neighbor got into a shootout. Okay. <laughs> over him being close to his property. And of course, we won the case. Uh, our guy acted in self-defense, but uh, for some reason, a week later, after we won the case, you know, he went near the property again, and he was kind of gloating. And um, oh. um, they got into another shooting. Um, the, the man actually, but our guy wasn't ready. Uh, he's deceased now, oh. so it was a retaliation shooting. So the guy shot him, and he and his girlfriend pulled him back on onto the property, and the evidence showed that. So it was a murder case. It was horrible. It was wow. you know, devastating. Yeah, especially we. I'm so you know you have to think about retaliation. So that's the other thing about you know posting. You don't want to get these people upset or family members. Yeah, because it could happen. Uh, also, now number ten, you know, you know, provide, you know, just the information that's needed. I talked about that a little bit earlier. So explain to them that you'll give them a full statement and interview um, in the presence of your attorney. Um, you know, give the responding officers just your basic identification and or identifying information. And um, if you're a CCW safe member, of course, you know, because we have a lot down here in Southern California, you know, make sure you give us a call. Uh, let the authorities know that you just have a lawyer on its way. Uh, we don't want to, um, you know, cloud the situation with uh, them knowing that you have a service and there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the prosecutors try to use anything that they can to make you look like the aggressor or that, that you premeditated the shooting, right. especially if you know the person. So that's just something that you really need to watch out for. So we, um, I mean, we, we've been through when we just got finished. I don't know if I told you Vince, we, we had a successful um, murder one case. We had a murder one trial back in 2000. Um, uh, 16, uh, seven, well, it was started in 2015, but we actually went to trial in 2017 in July and we, and we won the case. Good. So it was a great case. It was the Stephen Maddox case that you guys could look it up, um, uh, there in North Carolina out of, uh, Wilson, uh, North Carolina. And, uh, he actually, uh, the suspect that he fired upon and, um, and, and, and killed, uh, ended up not having a, uh, any weapon whatsoever. So it was an uphill battle for wow. us to fight that, and we ended up getting them off with no, um, no any no charges whatsoever. So he was acquitted, and you know, and with, and with your past experience and and, and and these, once that you clear the guy, does he get his CCW back? Does he get? Yeah, he yeah, yeah. So the, the ones that we cleared so far, they've got their CCW back. Some we've had just a, you know had the lawyers write some um, some letters to to get it back. 
but that's kind of what we did. All right, so we're going to finish up and we'll come back and talk about um, California gun laws uh, after the next break. This is Stan Campbell of CCW Safe, standing in for Phil Naiman, Fireline Radio Show. Now we'll be back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. All right, guys, welcome back to the firing line radio show. I'll call this the sponsors takeover. I'm Stan Campbell of CCW Safe, and my partner to my right on the air is Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Continue to talk about, uh, we're going to get into actually um, gun laws here and the changes in California. Yeah. You know, before we jump in, Vince, you know, I'm, I'm, I spent 20 years in Oklahoma. I actually born and raised in New Jersey, the armpit of America, but um, I, I was a policeman in Oklahoma City. And man, you guys have some screwy laws out here. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, because I, I handle the West Coast and I'm living out here, so I, I, I'm victim of these laws as well. But um, I, I want to talk to the audience about, you know, all these new California gun laws of 2018. You know, Phil and I talked about last week, uh, we talked about the ammo issue and he told me about, you know, Walmart having to temporarily cease selling ammo. So that was crazy. So can you tell me, events what is the new regulations pertaining to ammunition? Well, um in, in, in California, uh, there's a Senate bill, uh, 1235, and um, sponsored by, or actually it was uh, legislated by um, De Leon, mm-hmm. and uh, bad guy. That's really a, a really <laughs> bad guy. That's all I can say for this guy. Anyway, uh, you can uh, go to California uh, a website, uh, legislative information, and it's a 17-page long ordeal. I've kind of read it, and I read it, and I read it. <laughs> and uh, some of it makes sense. Some of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this, that after I read all this, mm-hmm. they concluded that the law that they pass will be no burden on me as a retailer in the store. Hmm. I don't know where they got the conclusion that it's no burden because uh, starting the first of the a year, uh, 18, I have to store my ammo behind the counter so the public doesn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. Or I could have left it on the floor like I had it before, 
and then build a cage around it. In other words, do whatever I need to do to prevent the public from accessing the ammo directly. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be given to you by a sales uh, uh, clerk in the store. That's the only thing. Well, that's one. And number two is mm. you, uh, you cannot purchase fi- uh, ammunition any longer on the Internet and have it shipped directly to your store. Really? So those are the two main things that happened. Um, I'll, I'll go right now into detail of the other part of the law. But that's the only two things that you have to worry about right now is you, when you go to the store, the ammo is going to be handed over to you by a clerk. Mm-hmm. Number two, you cannot purchase ammo online and have it delivered to your door. Period. Now, that's it now, for now. Now, do they have to do, do, a, do you have to do a background check or that was just a rumor? That's going to come around in 2019, July. Mm-hmm. So this law is broken down, and the reason why the law didn't go 100% effect on the first is because they don't have everything implemented yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't have a system for the registration uh, of the ammunition. And the registration of ammunition, which... um, it's in. I'll I'll tell you, it is is scary Mm -hmm. because... Commencing July 1st of 2019, ammunition vendors shall not sell or transfer ownership of ammunition uh, unless you are recording the information in a form through the Department of Justice. I assume this is going to be in an electronic form, um, but it's. I need to have the date of the sale. Mm-hmm. The purchase driver's uh, license number, in which uh, uh, in the state, which of course would be California, uh, I have to write down the brand, the type, the amount of ammunition sold, the purchaser full name. He has to sign it. Mm-hmm. Also, the salesperson who processed the the ammunition sale. I need to put your full, complete home address, including your phone number and your date of birth. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a lot of personal information that you are going to be entering in the system. Now, technically, when you buy a firearm, most of that information is already on there, too. Yeah. But it goes into a, a different kind of database. This database, according to them, uh, will only be held for two years. Mm-hmm. Every two years, they, I guess, going to recycle it out. Yeah. But the scary part about this, and I'm not here to scare anybody because I hate scaring people. Yeah. It's just in your head what I just finished saying, all the information that I'm giving to them. I have to let them know what caliber of ammo you're buying, meaning so Joe Schmuck bought right now a box of 50 round nine. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe Schmuck comes tomorrow and buys a box of 40, and so on and so forth. Now they know how many firearms this individual owns and how many different calibers So even if you have it registered or not, they can pretty much tell what you have at the house. Yeah, so now they're building this database of all this particular person of how many guns they have and all the different calibers of guns they have. Um, According to them, it is private no yeah. one knows that no one's going to see it mm. but when governments start talking you know they're lying so yeah. 
Uh, that- well, you know, the thing about that, and, you know, I, I worked for the police department, so, you know, I was the long arm of the law, so part of a, the lower end of the government. You know, the thing about data, they don't get rid of it. They might no. say they change it out, yes. but they're going to have that forever. So yes. anytime they want to look at it, they can. And, and you know, and, and, and anybody can, uh, uh, you know, um, access it. Too. Access the, yeah. you know, yeah, and then right. what are you going to do now? They have all that information out there. So th- that is the most negative. Well, the whole law is it's negative. But yeah. if you're going to find the most negative part about that is that when you purchase fire uh, ammunition, Starting July first of twenty nineteen, so mm-hmm. we got we still got a ways to go on this. Hopefully, uh, all, all, all these laws are being fought in the courts. Yeah, hopefully they get overturned. Yeah, but just for the sake of it, just remember those things that what's going to come across when this happens. Um, yeah, they also uh, they uh, they changed the definition of ammunition as well, right? Well, I don't. They really didn't. Well, they didn't. They defined it a little bit. more. They defined it. Yeah. So uh, uh, the the definition of, of the ammunition, you know, they they this, the, the the ammunition means one or more loaded cartridge consisting of a primer, propellant, bullet, projectile, so on and so forth. So they're identifying what an am- we all know what a ammunition is. We yes. know that it consists of all of those. Um, does that mean that again? I'm not. I don't want to scare anybody yeah. here, but uh, I've been doing this thing for 40 years, so I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it uh, go from nice and beautiful, bright to pretty dark. Um, what about transporting across it's, lines? Is that well? they can transporting across? Um, you can take ammo across state line to shoot in a competition or to go hunting, but they will not let you bring back no more than 50 rounds. Uh, at a time, I thought that you couldn't bring back, period, nothing. But no, as I read more and more into the law, again, I read this thing just about every other day. Mm-hmm. And what did I miss? You know, because I don't, people come to the store running and, you know, they, they, they don't get, it's up to me to inform my customers of the laws or anything pertaining to my industry. So I read it and I read it and I read it and I call people because remember, this thing's written by a lawyer. Yeah. So what you think is yes is actually no and, and you know, and the other way around too. So um, I read it and read it. Anybody can read this thing. Now, if you go to a Gun Owners of California um, website, they have all this in there too. Uh, and it's written uh, pretty much in layman's term. Oh, it is. So you can kind yeah. of understand it. So there. yeah, they kind of break it down. There's another. I have a clip in uh, my Facebook, mm. also of uh, this guy. Uh, in fact, I think it's from Michelle and Associates, actually explaining verbally in a, in a clip the the laws. It's about five minutes long, I think, or so. Or so. so you can access all that. So there are information out there, folks. The that different organizations that are out there uh, to help you out to be informed with this mm-hmm. don't don't think that there's nothing out there just uh you know worst case scenario google it and but just don't go to any blog okay yeah. don't go to any blog you got to go to a reputable place nra Owners of california yeah. or even even the you know our california website uh for firearms yes uh, doj and then you go doj backslash firearms and it's all there awesome yeah guys uh vince is not playing he's not trying to scare you uh you need to be informed and make sure you uh go to the right sources be- beware of just floating around on, on forums uh this is the sponsor takeover of the firing line radio 
Uh, We'll be back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? All right, guys, welcome back to the firing line radio show. Sponsors take over. I'm Stan Campbell of CCW Safe, and my partner to my right on the air today is Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports, Guns and Ammo, Riverside. Continue to talk about California gun law in 2018. So, Vince, uh, let's kind of get into the discussion about the assault weapon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So they, they they got a new definition now for assault weapon, right? Yeah, so your, your AR platform firearm that you purchased uh last year with no problem uh legally mm-hmm. i'm sorry in 2016 i forgot where we're at now that's right in 2016 that you came to my store or you went to any other store and you purchased it and you go hey all right i, I registered the gun it's all good to go just be just became an illegal firearm wow it will go into effect uh this uh july so in July 2018, mm-hmm. your so-called uh, sporting rifle. Um, and in fact, uh, Donald, Donald Trump said that he was trying, or he's going to try, to eliminate the word assault uh, weapon mm-hmm. from the vocabulary in our in our industry and redefine the AR style platform into a sporting rifle. Nice. Um, any other state, uh, you go to Arizona, you know, you, any any border state that you go to anywhere in your state, Oklahoma, and so on, mm-hmm. you go there, you tell them, you know, uh, you know, so can you buy assault weapons here? They're going to look at you and go, what the hell is that? Because assault weapon pretty much is only used here in California to yeah. define an AR, AK-47, any of those sporting rifles. But anyway... Um, if you want to keep your firearm exactly the way you purchased it uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, um, you have to re-register online. So you can technically do this from your home. Register your AR-style platform gun into an assault weapon online. And, and that consists of, I don't know, because I have, I'm not going to do mine. And uh, but anyway, you go online, you register online. You need to take uh, like eight pictures of the gun: top, bottom, side, left, front, mm-hmm. back, serial number. 
and fifteen dollars, and then your your firearm is registered as an assault weapon, and now you can freely use your firearm when you go out and shooting. Um, I don't know if that thing spits out a piece of paper that says your gun is registered now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have to carry a piece of paper or something with you because um, law enforcement, okay, and I'm talking about your regular everyday cop on the street with the black and white. Mm-hmm. They don't get informed 100% about all these laws. That's not their job. Their job is to protect uh, the citizens and to, you know, control the people. And I cannot control people. I don't want to say the word. <laughs> uh, you know, control the bad guys, uh, keep them in, you know. Yeah. So they're not informed about all these laws 100%. They might know some of it. Um, I know because I'll invest in my store. Yeah. And they ask questions because yeah. uh, they want to be informed. Um, yeah. You know, the thing about that is that, like, it, it takes a while for law enforcement to catch up with with, with the law changes yeah. because they have to bring them in. They have yeah. to. You know, figure it out first and then and then train them so that they make sure that they have the right information. And even then, you know, they're compiled with so much information, so much law yeah. that if they, they, they create cheat sheets because they don't know it all. So the cheat sheets are usually shortened versions. Yeah. You know, I I, I have family members that are law enforcement and mm-hmm. I ask him, you know, when a new law, when a new law comes up and this is my in my industry, in the gun industry, mm-hmm. you know, on roll call, do they bring it up? He goes, no, Mm-mm. they don't bring that stuff in a roll call. Roll call is not about bringing you up to date on legislation or anything it's telling you you know take care of yourself be out there and yeah. come home in one piece yeah you're and right. that kind of thing so i understand all that oh yeah now here's the other part of the assault weapon if you don't want to register the firearm as an assault weapon and give the state of california another 15 dollars they already got enough money now they need another 15 dollars i'm not going to give them that right. I'm not going to give you my $15. Mm-hmm. Make the gun featureless. Mm-hmm. So you can make your assault weapon a featureless firearm. And that goes into very simple things to do. Um, you can either, you know, swing by my store, go to any other store, go online. There are different uh, things you can do to the firearm to make it uh, featureless. Here's the reason why I like the featureless part. Okay. Once you get the gun to comply with a California feature list, you can get back your regular mag release button. Mm. You don't need a bullet button anymore. Okay. That's a big plus. Because uh, a lot of people thought, well, if I register the guns and assault weapon, I can get my bullet button back. Mm-hmm. I mean, my regular button back. Yes. And a 30 round magazine because the original assault weapon ban of the 90s, you could do that. You can, if you're raised to the gun as an assault weapon, mm-hmm. you can get, you can now get a 30-round magazine and get your regular button back. Okay. That's not the way it worked mm-hmm. because they went ahead and they re, um, they passed a new law with a magazine, uh, yeah. even though the magazine law is in the state right now, mm-hmm. thanks to the uh, uh, judge in San Diego who put a stay on that. Um, so you don't, get back your regular button if you register as an assault weapon. You only get your regular mag release on your AR style or your AK-47 if you make your gun featureless. Gotcha. Some people might think it looks ugly. Eh, to a certain degree, yeah, I guess, because you're used to seeing the gun in one way. Now you're seeing it with a different look. But who cares? Yeah. You know, just do that. 
and uh, get your button back. Uh, that way you can just quick release the magazine and put another one in there and you're good to go. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, if you have any questions on how that's going to be done, uh, go to a local gun store, come to my store, and I, and I can explain to you what the feature list is. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal. It's very simple to do. You can do it yourself. Awesome. Hey, let's jump into um, Bill 857. I want to talk about that for a second, in reference to the 80 percenters that um, the state – the powers that be called the ghost gun. Right. What's the details on that? So many years ago, uh, you know, you had the so-called uh, um, uh, 80 percenters. Mm-hmm. So that was a AR platform, a uh, lower receiver that you bought uh, pretty much as a block of uh, aluminum. And then you went ahead and you either yourself or you go to a different locations and you mill it out and you complete the lower so you can build your AR with no serial number, and the state doesn't know that you have this so-called ghost gun in your possession. Well, when they passed the build A fifty-seven, it now you have to now um, by July of twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, you have to have your gun with a unique serial number. Okay. Okay, and it has to be. By January the 1st of 2019. So past that point, you're breaking the law. If you are stopped or you're shooting out in the middle of nowhere and a ranger comes by or any law enforcement come by and they know the Pacific law that your AR-style firearm has to have a serial number. If it doesn't have it, chances are they're going to confiscate it. So your so-called ghost gun or your 80 percenter are no longer. And I, I saw this. Uh, I, I saw this coming a long ways because, mm-hmm. like everything else, they catch up. So now you no longer have a ghost gun. Now you actually have an AR uh, with a serial number on it. Yeah. Serial number will be unique. Uh, I don't know. I assume they're going to be issuing a number. I think you call them up or something like that. I don't know. I don't. I never saw eighty percent or so. I don't uh, know. But it's called the uh, Bill A fifty seven Firearm Ghost Guns. So you can probably Google that or go to uh, the California website and 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 read up on it so you are aware. There's two things you can do. You either do that, register the gun, put the serial number, or disassemble it and just keep it and don't use it and uh, get yourself one now and buy a new one with a registered number and you know, whatever you want to do. I don't want you to break the law. I'm just giving suggestions of you know what you should do. Yeah, guys, um, I'm just, just like Vince saying, you know, you really have to study up for this because you want to be in compliance and you need to figure out, you know, how to do that best and get the information that you actually need. Um, you know, there's also some exceptions that we're not going to discuss today, but you need to, you know, read up on them. And, and, and know what, what the law is. Uh, before we call it a day, I wanted to thank my guest uh, who helped me hold it down in the studio today. And that's Vince Torres, Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo. Uh, Vince, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Right. Anytime you need me uh, to be your uh, my second. your wingman, uh, let me know and I'll be yeah. here. <laughs> we're going gonna Batman and Robin. <laughs> you Robin. got it. Hey, thanks, guys, for joining us. Um, be safe and continue supporting the film and the show. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, 
cutting-edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.